This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is Monday, October 3rd. This is the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. Before we start, I just want to remind everyone to like this video and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. And if you're listening as a podcast, make sure to hit us with a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We have a special episode today. We usually bring you the West of the rest on Mondays with Blair Angulo and Brandon Huffman. Don't worry, you'll hear from them on Tuesday. But for today's episode, we wanted to bring on 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfong, to discuss what was a very big weekend on the recruiting trail, quite a few big games with some very big visit weekends throughout the country. And Steve, I want to get right into it. And I want to start with what was, in my opinion, the biggest game of the weekend, right? Clemson welcomed NC State. They beat the Wolfpack to really get, I guess, a grip on the ACC Atlantic. They had some big names, specifically in the 2024 class on campus to see the game. So what can you tell us about the atmosphere those blue chippers got to see in Death Valley and their reactions to Clemson's big win, an impressive win on Saturday night? Yeah, and Clemson, they got the number eight recruiting class in the country in 2023. They're almost done with that. They still got a little bit of work to do, dot some I's, cross some T's on a couple of other targets that they're working on here down the stretch. Tamarian Parker's one, a top uh, 100 player in the top 247 that's trending towards Clemson on the defensive line. Caden McDonald's another major target. But this weekend was all about the 2024's Lance. They're also looking for a running back in, in 2023. Uh, 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 but this was all about the 2024's. They had three top 10 players in the country there this weekend. The number one linebacker, Sammy Brown, was back for his second game. Another This is a man that he knew that Clemson's defense held NC State to 3.7 yards per play. That's how into the game Sammy Brown is. He's been he's been going to camp at Clemson for years. They were actually his first offered. Clemson doesn't normally offer till June of each year for that class. So they're always like from a standpoint of early offers, they're typically the last ones to jump in on a blue chipper. But 
their offer means a lot because they don't offer that many kids in general. And, and so the, the prospects know that and they're recruiting the kids, they're communicating, they're talking. It's special to get that offer on June 1 from Clemson. And a lot of kids go to campus and get it in person. They offered Sammy Brown before June 1. It's one of the earliest offers of the, the Dabo Sweeney era. And it's because they've had him in camp for so long. They know him so well. Uh, so they made him the first offer in the class. They've gotten them there for a couple games this fall. He obviously loves Clemson. I think that Clemson's a major, major, major player for Sammy Brown. You have schools like Georgia in there, of course, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma. Because I mean, he's got a great relationship with Brent Venables for the same reasons, you know, with with Clemson. You know, Tennessee and and, and Ole Miss are a couple other players that are programs that I know have done a good job with Sammy Brown. But they had him there, and then they had KJ Bolden, who's the number three overall player in the country. You know, he he's he's been to Clemson several times in the past too. Talked about how it was electric and uh, left the game uh, wanting to, he wants to experience. He, he said, I've always wanted to experience a big game in Death Valley at night. And man, it was an awesome experience. He told me we'll have more on that on Clemson 247. But he loved the fans cheering for, for four quarters. Clemson's recruiting him as a two-way guy. He's one of the best two-way players in America. Uh, shines for Buford High there in the Peach State. That's a, uh, you're not going to find a better coached high school football team in America than Buford. These guys come into college ready from a mental standpoint. And, and, and KJ Bolden goes both ways. That's hard to do for, for, for Buford. And, and he shines. He could play receiver or safety uh, for Clemson. But he said he loves how uh, Clemson always has a great quarterback to get the ball to their playmakers. And, and, and playing DB at Clemson would be like a dream come true with all the great, great DBs that have come through the prestigious university, he said as well. So, uh, uh, no question. They're uh, at or near the top of the list for for KJ Bolden as well, and then the the third top ten guy uh, Lance was quarterback Jaden Davis. Uh, he's a number two quarterback in the top two four seven player rankings. He's been he's been uh, going to Clemson camp since the fifth grade, so sort of like Sammy Brown. And uh, you know the family talked to me about the new jumbotron at Clemson. So I, I don't know if you noticed that last night, uh, uh, but I think that thing was lighting up like Las Vegas inside Death Valley uh, uh, when the sun set on that on that new jumbotron. But that was impressive. But for Jaden Davis, you know he's been to Clemson so many times, has a great relationship with Coach Sweeney and Brandon Streeter. He got his offer on June one in person, and that was like a dream come true for him. Clemson's one of his dream schools, Lance, and they got to spend a lot of chance time with Taj Boyd pregame great Clemson quarterback he took him around campus it was his mom's one of his mom's first times really soaking things in so it was an opportunity for her to to see Clemson and she works in education she's a teacher so education very important to her and that fit so that was impressive they got time with Dabo Sweeney and coach Sweeney's wife pregame and and coach Sweeney said look Jaden's the one of just two quarterbacks we've offered in the world that's how he enunciated it to Jaden's mom again it's hard to get a Clemson offer and, and then the play on the field uh, was great they enjoyed seeing DJ uh, Uagalele play well his dad said that's a big brother little brother type relationship that they have so they were excited about that and and, and look Clemson's a major contender for Jaden Davis Lance alongside Michigan where he's already visited for a game this fall I think he'll get back to another game at Michigan he's going to be at Georgia this week he was at Georgia's uh, opener against Oregon on a neutral site. They love Todd Monken and that pro-style offense. Pro development's going to be crucial in Jaden Davis's decision. He sees that track record at Clemson with, with guys like Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence and then hopefully DJ in their eyes. And then, you know, Georgia, they love that offense that Monken runs. And, and, and they think that's an offense that could prepare him for Sundays. And the same with Harbaugh and, and Coach Harbaugh's track record. LSU's in the thick of that one. You know, North Carolina. Got a visit earlier this fall. That's
that's an explosive offense. And and then uh, uh, Penn State, he's going to be up there for the wideout against Minnesota. So Clemson, they hosted a lot of elite juniors. There's a lot more of that on Clemson 247. I just wanted to highlight real quick that Anna Adams and I also crystal balled to Voy Fegan to Clemson, top 247 defensive back. Talking to him, got the sense Clemson led for him as well. And look, we know with Clemson and their quarterback recruiting and how well they do spacing out quarterbacks so that they're able to get blue chip after blue chip after blue chip. Obviously, I'm sure it helps the fact that DJ seems to have taken that next step this season and has clearly improved from last year, especially since you say they have such a great relationship. So I'm sure in the recruitment of Jaden Davis, that's obviously very big as he sees DJ's improvement year after year. And now, Steve, I want to head over to the SEC and Ole Miss. They hosted Kentucky for a top 15 matchup. They notched a big win against the Wildcats thanks to a big defensive stand after Kentucky got into the red zone. Lane Kiffin and the Rebels, they're 5-0 and now heading to Vanderbilt next week. On last Thursday's episode of the Football Recruiting Podcast, we actually had David Johnson on of InsideTheRebels.com to preview the big recruiting weekend for them. What did you hear coming out of Oxford with Ole Miss putting together a very impressive showing in their win over Kentucky? Well, talking to people that were at the game, man, the fans impacted that game. You know, the atmosphere was great for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Was that a 11 a.m. in Oxford or noon or I think it was 11 local I think David said yeah uh but uh but you always got to be careful with those 11 a.m. local ones those are early yeah I love early games Lance <laughs> I wish they all played at noon and then we could you know get it all in but uh you know the home crowd helped Ole Miss beat Kentucky win a pivotal SEC game man and uh they got plays in every uh, aspect of the game uh to help them beat a very physical good Kentucky team and they had some key prospects on campus they came into the weekend getting some good Good news on the trail. They landed a commitment from top 247 safety Braxton Myers, who at one point was a USC commit. His dad played at Alabama and in the NFL. And, and Braxton's a long, versatile defensive back that they coveted and never stopped recruiting after he committed to USC. So they got him to campus, uh, or, or, or excuse me, they got him to commit. He's coming back later, later in the fall for his official visit. So the weekend already was off and running. They had top 247 offensive lineman DJ Chester on his official visit. DJ's one of the most coveted offensive linemen in in America. And Ole Miss was really one of the first programs to prioritize him. He's ranked in our top 100. And uh, he was at Florida State recently. LSU's had some momentum in this recruitment. They're a major contender. Michigan's uh, in that for DJs going up there later this month for his official visit to, to Michigan. But Ole Miss has gotten him to campus a couple times. And I talked to him a little bit during the weekend and he was having a great time. You know, he said it was real good, said the fans were crazy. And, uh, you know, I know talking to other people, it was an all hands on deck approach with him. I think that, you know, he sees Ole Miss as a good situation. He's not going to announce till January, so Ole Miss will have to continue to chop wood there for DJ Chester. Four-star safety, 24-7 sports composite, four-star safety Marvin Burks was on campus. He's a guy that I my, my crystal ball has kind of come full circle for him, Lance, because I had it on Ole Miss early. A lot of Mizzou buzz for him coming into the season. And I'm certainly still not sleeping on Mizzou there for him. Uh, but just talking to Marvin and talking to people that spent time with Marvin in, in Oxford over the weekend, and I'll have a story up on, on uh, our Ole Miss site either Sunday night or, or Monday morning. Uh, um, we're recording Sunday night. So we'll have that up and you'll be able to check that out. But I just, I, I, you know, I think Ole Miss has really had a, a school that he's been attentive on. Now, I will say, when I was texting with Marvin uh, Burks, he also told me, hey, I'm watching a hell of a game on TV right now. And he's talking about 
Missouri and Georgia, and Missouri was up 10 at that time. You know, Georgia obviously rallied, but he was paying close attention to that ball game after visiting Ole Miss. So, you know, that recruitment might still be a war, uh, but Ole Miss doing everything they can to land Marvin Burks. They'd love to flip um, recently minted top two, four, seven, four star running back Dante Dowdell from, from Oregon. He's one of the most prolific running backs in America lands, and he's college ready physically right now to play. And, and, and I think he could compete in any room right now. And, and Ole Miss is obviously playing um, a true freshman at the position right now. Why, why am I drawing a blank, Lance? Help me out. You know, obviously they got Zach Evans in there. Oh, Keenshawn um, Judkins. Judkins. Yeah, Judkins from Alabama. So he's in there. Uh, but but Dowdell, you know, he he's a guy that they would like to flip. They got his mom on campus this weekend, so they're going to continue to chop wood there. I talked to Dowdell's dad coming into the visit, and and he said that you know still locked in with Oregon, but anytime a visit happens. And, it, and it's the in-state program, and the in-state program is playing at a high level. Got to pay attention. And, and, and with an exciting offense, I mean, I'm not sleeping on Ole Miss there. We'll see what happens, you know. But, they're, the, you know, I'm being told by the family he's still he's still good with, with Oregon. Uh, Jamonte Waller is a 2024 that Ole Miss is hoping that they can uh, really make a move with as, as well, and they had him on campus this weekend as well. They're going to have a big recruiting weekend for Alabama in a few weeks, Lance, so I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about that leading up to it and then afterwards. Yeah, and, and I'm sure uh, for Dowdell, you know, you mentioned the in-state program one and two. I'm sure he sees the way that Lane Kiffin is using both Zach Evans and Kinshawn Junkins in tandem. So it's not just a one-back system. And you've got to think there's a good chance Zach Evans goes pro after this year. And if that's the case, you know, an opportunity might be there for Dowdell to uh, to get some playing time early. And, you know, Steve, you mentioned before uh, the Missouri and Georgia game. And obviously that was a very good game. You know, Missouri put up a, a very valiant effort. Obviously, Georgia ended up uh, rallying and, and got the win. Uh, but there was one pro, uh, one prospect there, excuse me, uh, that I want to specifically mention. And that's Samuel Mapemba at IMG Academy. You know, the third ranked edge in the 2023 class, according to the top 247 rankings, he took a visit to Missouri for this past weekend's game as the Tigers took on Georgia. And you know, it's funny, Georgia is the team with the crystal ball lead uh, for Mapemba. In fact, one of the crystal balls for him to Georgia was made by you. But what do you, or I guess, what should we make of this visit to Missouri for him, specifically for the Georgia game? Because there's obviously a lot of connections right there. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen uh, Missouri beat Georgia for a blue chip recruit. They did it last cycle with Luther Burden, and that was, in my opinion, a real back and forth tussle. Because you know, I know that Luther was super high at Georgia, and Georgia was the leader in that recruitment at one point. I believe Georgia to be the leader in the recruitment for Samuel Mapemba still. I've not heard anything different, but we'll see what happens as this goes down the stretch. I expect them to be at Georgia this weekend. I have not had a source tell me that that has changed or anything, but he look, he's obviously looking around, talking to other schools, continuing to go through his process. But man, Georgia has just done an excellent job recruiting Samuel Mapemba. I think he really fits in with their commits. I think he loves the staff. Coach Chid, who is a, has just kind of emerged as a great recruiter. Uh, Georgia's got one of the best off-field recruiter recruiting staffs in the country david cooper uh, uh being one of them and coach smart coach schumann you know they they just when they recruit a kid it comes from all angles it's very genuine and then they have the product to sell they just had an amazing nfl draft they just won the national championship and their players love being there samuel mpemba's been there several times like i said uh, expecting them back there for the auburn game this weekend and um georgia is uh you know, in a, in a terrific spot for him. Yeah. And look, if you're a defensive lineman, you know, 
and Georgia comes calling your way. I mean, how could you pass up uh, playing for the Bulldogs, especially with what you've seen Kirby Smart uh, do with that defensive line over the last year? I mean, look, that defensive line lost a ton of talent last year, and they're still one of the best defensive lines in the country, and they rotate. So early playing time, I'm sure, is available if Samuel Mpemba decides to go to Georgia. Lance, it was the whole defense, too, man. They had three linebackers drafted, and now they have the best linebacker class in the country. You know, three guys that we have ranked high, you know, uh, uh, and, and the proof's there that, hey, you can come Come in with two other great backers and come out the other side and hear your name called high in the NFL draft. Look, they they got an oil machine there. There's a few teams that, you know, are just way more talented than everybody else. And they work at it on the trail by evaluating at a high level and then recruiting at a high level. You got Georgia and Alabama right there at the top. Ohio State and Clemson uh, probably leading the next wave there. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk a little bit about Georgia on the other side. So keep it locked. Keep it locked in here. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, Lance Glenn joined by Steve Wiltfong. So Steve, before the break, we were talking about Samuel Mopemba and his interest in Georgia and how he visited Missouri for the Georgia game. But let's stick with the Bulldogs. They host Auburn this coming week. They currently sit at number two in the 2023 team rankings behind Alabama. And you reported on Sunday that Damon Wilson, the composite five-star edge out of Venice, will be in Athens for the game on Saturday. A big visitor with a few schools standing out in his recruitment. And look, we just talked about Samuel Pemba, another edge, and how he could go to Georgia, play early. And we've seen Georgia loves to rotate their defensive linemen and get them to the NFL draft and get them picked highly in the NFL draft. So where do you think Georgia right now sits with Wilson before the visit? And I guess on the second part, is it safe to assume we'll see the visitor list for Saturday's game against Auburn grow over the next few days? No, absolutely. And uh, you'll want to stay tuned to Dogs 247. Rusty Manziel, Kip Adams, and our national team will be dropping visitors all week. Uh, But five-star edge, Damon Wilson, will take his official visit to Georgia. He had a great visit there this summer. Again, Coach Chid, Chidera, Uzo, Deribe is leading the charge on on Damon Wilson, who uh, was near the top of Andrew Ivan's freak list. I'm not sure. Uh, 
exactly where he fell in there, but he's one of the most explosive, powerful uh, edge rushers in, in the country. His dad played at East Carolina and and, and now owns a, a gym in, in Venice, and they train pro college and, and high school athletes there. And Damon Wilson's just extremely gifted. But they had a great trip to Georgia, you know, and uh, his first trip was there this summer, and uh, it really moved the needle. And so, you know, really connected with Coach Chid, you know, had a good time talking with Coach Smart, said he was an easy person to talk to, said it was almost like talking to family on that trip, and, th- and then loves the scheme, loves the family feel of the team, and loves the feel of the community. So many people talk about Athens, you know, even like Arch Manning, when he went through his recruitment, he just loved the, the town of Athens. So uh, if you're looking for a, co- a cool college town, that's another feather in the cap for, for Georgia. But, you know, Damon took his official visit to Ohio State for their win over Notre Dame. And there was some talk from the family that that might have been his last trip. And so Ohio State certainly well positioned, but Georgia trying to gain some momentum here from that summer visit. They've they've been all over him. Alabama got an official in the summer. They're in it. And then Miami, uh, they're pushing as hard as they possibly can for him too to stay in state. So those are the four contenders, you know, but we'll see what happens with with Georgia and and Damon Wilson this weekend. And and then speaking of Wilson and speaking of of, of visitors just being dropped, their little quick tidbit. But we talked about Jaden Davis being there. Ryan Montgomery's a 2025 quarterback. That that's highly recruited, that's going to return. Our buddy Blair Angulo, uh, he reported today that Isaac Wilson, the younger brother of Zach Wilson, he's the, the number seven quarterback in the country, number 53 overall from, from Draper, Utah, Corner Canyon. He's also going to unofficial this weekend. So uh, Blair Angulo, you want to check out his story on that. But uh, I'm expecting uh, Georgia to have a massive recruiting list for, for that game against Auburn. And I think, you know, Georgia's kind of been asleep for their last two games. I think we might see what, I think we might see Georgia look the way they looked against Oregon uh, when they come back around. I have a feeling that Coach Smart and company are going to be getting in, getting into the players a little bit this yeah. week. Of practice. Now they've showed resiliency, and uh, you know you you never take a win for granted. It's hard as hell to win games in college football. It's hard as hell to win at night in Mizzou. I feel like up. there's always that one game for every team, right? Right. Every team has that one game where they just, especially a team like Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. You feel like they always just have that one game where, hey, this is the game to get them. But yet here they are once again coming out with a win, always sneaking it out, always rallying, always making the big stop when they need to. And I feel like that's exactly what happened against Missouri on Saturday night. It was never in, I knew Georgia was going to win the whole night. I never like was worried that they were going to lose. Uh, it was exciting to see Missouri play well. Coach Absolutely. Drink, Drink Coach Drink's one of the coolest guys in college. We had him on the college football daily actually last year, and he was great, great interview. I did a I did a uh I did one of those uh what were those things that we called those COVID interviews? Uh, yes, yes. Social distance. I did one <laughs> with him. Go. He's awesome, man. And so it's fun to, fun to see good things happen to Mizzou. But uh, I mean, Georgia grinded that win out, you know, and, uh, but they didn't play well against Kent State. So I would imagine that, um, you know, Coach Smart and company going to get them right for, for an Auburn team that really, uh, you know, they had a chance to knock off LSU. It's hard to win, man. Uh, um, it it's, and so, Trust me, as a Rutgers fan, Steve, I know it's hard to win. <laughs> yeah, Trust man. Me. You need uh, to go back to the Big East. No, no. I want to stay in the Big Ten for as long as we can. But trust me, I know, I know how hard it is to win. And speaking of the Big Ten, before we move on to our final team, TCU, and we will talk about the Horned Frogs for sure. But before we move off of the Big Ten, on Sunday night, Wisconsin decided to fire Paul Christ in a move that I feel like wasn't as surprising as it may have been weeks and weeks ago. Obviously, Wisconsin got rolled by Illinois this past Saturday. Uh, Wisconsin recruiting 
is not what it once was, or at least they're not at the level in which they should be in the Big Ten West. They are are faltering on an offense. They're boring. They're boring. Braylon Allen did nothing in that game, and partly because he didn't really get many carries. Graham Mertz has certainly not lived up to the hype that he got as a recruit, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was the highest rated quarterback recruit for Wisconsin when he committed there. But what do you think about Paul Chris getting the ax at Wisconsin and, and kind of where the program goes from here? Because they're kind of in limbo now when it comes to both on the field play and, and recruiting as well. Well, there wasn't much of an emphasis on recruiting the last two cycles, which is just sad because, man, they had the nation's number 16 recruiting class in in, in uh, 20. 21 and uh man they were in the 40s last year they're in the 50s this year i don't think they put much effort into it they have not recruited the quarterback position very well and then their offense is even worse man so uh, you know i just want them to get an exciting guy in there lance leipold makes the most sense yep. to me and uh you know kansas is five and oh or and uh are they yeah they're five and oh five and oh they got five and oh come on Lance Leipold's the only coach in college football that I've drank coffee with and dr- had a cocktail with. So he's up the Wilt Fong list. What was the cocktail? Do you remember the cocktail? Oh, yeah. I mean, what was the cocktail? I mean, we're, oh, you got to let us know. Almost 40 years old. It's not like we were throwing back, you know, 18 <laughs> cocktails, you know, and, and, and uh, no, nah, um, but he, first of all, there's not a classier guy out there than, than, than Coach Leipold. He is just, you know, he is just a, a, a cool customer, man, that just treats people well. You know, he's he obviously has the Wisconsin Whitewater roots where he was 109 and six, 109 and six. Unbelievable. I don't care what level you are on. That is some damn good coaching. 109 and six at a school where I don't know if they give scholarships. So you really have to recruit and develop. Obviously, had a lot to sell eventually. You know, when you're 109 and six, you're probably you're probably winning a lot more recruiting battles because your 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 school's got an exciting product. But Lance Leipold, I'd be all in on him if I'm Wisconsin to get him back there um, and, and and see what he can do. Obviously, he knows the high school coaches extremely well there. One of the other people when we were drinking the cocktail was one of the best high school coaches in the state of Wisconsin was with us. So he's got those relationships there. I'm not saying what it. Look, my wife would easily say Lance Leipold for Wisconsin. <laughs> so it's not like this is the hot take yeah. of the year, yeah. but just giving some more background there. The high school coaches know him and probably love him. He, he understands that state and how to find talent. He understands how to develop talent. You see how the Kansas players talk about him. He He's a guy that cares for his players. He's a player's coach. He puts them in. He, you see how hard they were playing at the end of the year last year. You, you beat Texas beat because Texas, you're playing yeah. hard, right? Even when they lost to Oklahoma, they were up. <laughs> they were up on Oklahoma. I mean, they they obviously lost in the end, but played really tough against the Sooners. Yeah, man. So so Lance Leipold. I I don't even I don't even you know. There's so many great options out there yeah. that could do a good job. He just makes so much sense, man. And uh, uh, he like 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 look like like Kansas re they hit the portal hard. Like whatever the recipe is. He'll do it yep. and bring people together. That's what he does. He 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 brings people together. Turn bu- Buffalo into to a winner, yep. and uh, uh, that's a hard place to win. Not a harder place uh, uh, to win than than uh, Kansas, Kansas. You yeah. know, and they're hosting game day next week, which is awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. And look, man, they beat Duke. Duke's four and one. How about yeah. the fighting Mike Elko's yeah. over there with the with the Blue Devils, man? And uh, you know he waited a long time to get his shot, and 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 they're ripping and roaring in in Durham. 
And yeah, uh, Wisconsin, Lance Leipold for the the high school, the connection to the high school coaches that he still has cocktails with at the coaches' <laughs> conventions. And, uh, you know, for what he's done at every program he's ever been at, he's an ultimate winner. I think at Wisconsin, he could turn the Badgers back into the class of the Big Ten West, which, you know, right now is kind of up for grabs after Absolutely. Purdue beats Minnesota. I would have said Minnesota's the the favorite, right? You know, yeah, but I, I mean, Iowa's not what Iowa. You know, uh, their offense is boring. Wisconsin, like you said, their offense is boring. Illinois, you know, maybe they're taking yeah. the next step. Obviously, oh, yeah. Wisconsin. Like Abraham's not in the lineup from for Minnesota, right? So that that stung this week. They felt that one, right? I Absolutely, said- and and you know, with with Leipold, it'll be so interesting because obviously he was a hot name when the Nebraska job opened up. So if you get a Big Ten West battle of Nebraska and Wisconsin both going for Lance Leipold and obviously sure. Kansas is going to do everything they can do to try to keep him. So yeah. I love Lance that Lance Leipold is the man yeah. right now. Though. I'll I'm tell you, you dude, I will tell you this. So this guy's legit. You got a lot of guys that get a lot of smoke because of their personality. He's the, great. Or their he's agents great. are stumping for him. Like Lance Leipold is the working man that now, worked at, at Whitewater and, and then Buffalo and then Kansas. Nothing's ever been handed to him, man. He's gone out and grinded. You know, he's never, he's he's wearing, never got he's the probably wearing Carhartt gear <laughs> and not the trendy Carhartt that the students at Kansas are wearing. Yeah. This man's wearing Carhartt gear his entire career. He's the working man that treats people well, coaches his football team up. And yeah. I really think at Wisconsin, he would do a fantastic job and, 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 and really take a program that's just gotten boring. They're just yeah. to turn into a boring team, man. The offense is on a stone tablet like that you could see in the Hanna-Barbera Flintstones episode. It's probably the same damn thing, man. Yeah, so absolutely. And, and the funny thing with Leipold, before we move on to TCU, is back in 2019, Rutgers played Buffalo at Rutgers and blew, and, and blew Rutgers out of the water. It was, I don't remember if it was Chris Ash's last year or the second to last year, but as soon as Chris Ash got fired, there was a small contingent, a large contingent that wanted Greg Schiano back, in which case ultimately ended up happening, but a small contingent that wanted Lance Leipold. And besides the fact that he and I both share a name, which obviously, you know, makes me first and foremost a big fan of his. I was very much for the Lance Leipold hire. I wanted Greg Schiano back too, which obviously, like I said, ended up happening. But had they gone the Lance Leipold route, I would have been very happy with that. And who knows where Rutgers would be if they had hired Lance Leipold? Who knows if he'd still be the head coach of Rutgers at this point? Yeah, Rutgers is tough, man. It's in the Big Ten East. Uh, Chris Ash could have got Syracuse and chose Rutgers over Syracuse for, for the recruiting inroads because don't mean, bring me back to those times but man. syracuse the easier to place times. to win than syracuse easier well, the acc big Ten. You're, you're comparing yeah. acc to big 10 which obviously you know there is frankly in my opinion no comparison to be honest but we do need to discuss one more team and this team look they put on a show as they routed oklahoma and that is tcu the sunny dykes era is off to a strong start on the field the horn frogs are four and oh they're right on the edge of a top 25 class sitting 26th, which is good for fifth in the Big 12 right now. I think it's safe to assume that recruits came away pretty impressed oh, with yeah. the performance. And if TCU does make its way into the top 25 in the recruiting rankings, we may be able to point at this past weekend as one that made a big impact in that happening. What are you hearing out of Fort Worth and from the recruits that witnessed that 55 to 24 win over the Sooners? Well, first, I'm pumped that our guy, Max Duggan, a former top 247 recruit is shining. And it's just Coach, what a it's a coach's game. 
You know, you get good coaching. It makes those recruiting rankings look a lot better than when, you know, high ranking guys pick schools that don't do a good job developing people. Then it's kind of a crapshoot, you know, but Max Duggins and and Coach Dykes' offense, he looks like a, you know, a Heisman candidate. He looked like a Heisman candidate against Oklahoma. That's for damn sure, man. And and, uh, they got the number two offense in the country. Max Duggins, the trigger man. They're the other team on game day as they take on the fighting Lance Leipold. What if I told you, what if I told you TCU and Kansas in week six of the college football season be on college game day well we should have we could have had kansas duke man that's Um, true but but um you know tcu's got an exciting style of football in a state that's just stacked with receivers and running backs and quarterbacks Mm -hmm. that like you don't you can mine for talent in the lone star state and find guys that can run and make plays you can find quarterbacks that play in great offenses because it's the best high school coaching collectively in america so those quarterbacks are seasoned players and 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 certainly running backs and so but look man one of the recruits said the energy there it's unmatched and and uh you know tcu being undefeated is exciting we'll just talk about a couple targets there in the 2023 class tcu is looking for their first top 25 class since 2020 uh, uh michael harrison pilot is a top 247 athlete recruit that they're recruiting on offense he he loved his experience and had a good time there and then warren roberson is a four-star safety uh, that at one point was a heavy trend to usc uh i like where tcu's at and logged a crystal ball for the Horn frogs there so uh, uh they need to you know they're looking for got help on defense uh but offense man you just figure under coach dykes and company and what's available in that state that they got a chance to be prolific every year and how maybe they can take the place of Oklahoma as that prolific Big 12 offense with Oklahoma going to the SEC. TCU, I could see stepping up and being that school that's getting five, 600 yards a game and lighting up the scoreboard and playing a fun, exciting style. And, and, uh, uh, but they're five and oh, and, and, uh, you know, I think they'll, I think that they'll win in Kansas. I think that that I just think they'll have too you much. You heard it here first, out. folks. You heard it here first. But you never rule out. You never count out the Fighting Lance Leipolds and the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, uh, but this was a lot of fun, man. And uh, uh, so thanks for talking a little recruiting and football with me here, Lance, on a Sunday evening. No, absolutely. And thanks for coming on. The director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wildfong. And like I said, Steve, obviously always a pleasure having you on. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for giving me your time on Sunday. Obviously, recruiting never stops. You never stop. And uh, you know, you're always on the phones. You're always finding out that good information. And folks can always find your work at 247sports.com. So thanks again for joining me. Really appreciate it. So remember to like this video and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. And make sure to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So for Steve Wildfong, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to another episode here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.